All right, team. we're live, Troy. We're live. Welcome <laughs> back. Welcome back. All right, team. Welcome back to another episode of the Adrian Bowie podcast featuring Troy Malcolm. Episode number one hundred and fifteen, Bowie. We are yes. in the final run till Christmas twenty twenty one. Uh, we've yep. seen some significant sales uh, over recent weeks. We've seen agents break barriers and milestones. We've seen agents outperform and do amazing work out there. We're seeing shifts in the market. We're seeing buyer activity increase in pockets, yep. buyer activity plateau in pockets, buyer activity decrease in pockets, uh, owners' yep. expectations continually on the rise. This is a really interesting time in the market, depending on what market you're in. Uh, yep. One thing is, though, Adrian, that I've noticed out there is it's getting very, very competitive. And yep. part of today's topic uh, that we're going to get into a little bit later is about how to deal with competitive agents. And sometimes they say things that are inappropriate. And how do we overcome those? But before we do that, uh, you have had a stellar week. Uh, you've had a couple of really big announcements and uh, just wanted to give the microphone to you to uh, make sure all our listeners know all the big activity that you've been up to. Oh, thanks, Troy. Look, for me, it's been an exciting week. Um, obviously, I've made the transition uh, in my sale business uh, into the Ray White Group. Uh, that uh, remains independent of my real estate training business, uh, which continues to be brand agnostic and brand independent. Uh, the reason for my move was that uh, the Ramwick franchise is co-owned by my brother and my cousin. So I'm coming into a family business as a director of the business. And uh, it's been uh, a long time coming. It's a very well-established business for 25 years with quite a few properties under management. And uh, my uh, team, which there's uh, four other members of, have made the transition and obviously I'll keep doing what I'm doing and it, it, it's been exciting in that regard. But again, nothing changes in terms of my coaching with uh, both Ray White agents and all the other 105 other brands that I think I'm working with at the moment, um, including I think over 300 offices and 600 agents. Um, so that's really, really exciting for me. And a uh, terrific announcement also with the imminent uh, release of my book, Eight Steps to Mastery, which will be uh, published and announced in the next seven to 10 days. Um, it'll be a hard copy, but it'll be through the Amazon model, which you'll be able to purchase uh, online. And the best part about that, Troy, is that uh, many of the proceeds will be donated to the Black Doctor Institute and also Beyond Blue, which are two organisations you know that I'm extremely passionate about uh, to create awareness and improve awareness for mental health in the real estate industry. And uh, that's been a labour of love for me, this book, I can tell you, Troy. I don't know if anyone uh, listening to this has ever written a book, but what tends to happen is you write the draft, uh, you get it all typesetted and the typesetter sends it back to you and you read it and then you make many, many changes and then they send it back to you and you read it and you make many, many changes. And then, uh, so it's, it's, it's a labour of love and often... Uh, it's the work I do at about 3 to 5 a.m. in the morning uh, and I'm 
constantly amazed of how dramatic the changes I make every time I reread it. So it could be never ending, but no, it's definitely very, very imminent in the next seven days because I do honestly feel that this last iteration and amendments I've made are best practice and uh, it's certainly uh, going to be a great publication. It's certainly not a story about my life. It's a purely skills uh, related in terms of real estate and I really hope everyone gets behind it because you'll learn uh, so much. Uh, I really have got over 30 years packed into over 200 and something pages and also you'll be making a very, very valid and appropriate donation as well. So you'll see it all over my socials in the next seven to 10 days. So I really encourage everyone to get behind it. So thanks, Troy. Pleasure. Adrian, it's hard to believe that you have time to, to write a book. Uh, considering how busy you are, you've got a team of four working within your business. Uh, you've just joined uh, one of Australia's most recognised brands and definitely market leaders and partnering up with family members is definitely uh, very, very inspiring. Uh, and I know that you're inspired to do that uh, from where you previously were. And then also to continue your coaching business, which is just growing uh, in huge amounts of volume and the clients that you're getting, um, you can see their results translating through. So if anyone on this podcast for some reason hasn't gone and followed Adrian already on all those social channels, make sure you do because uh, you can follow the journey. But Adrian, I'm personally very excited uh, to read your book. I know that it has been a labor of love for you. And I know that like most things, uh, you have worked out the process, you've broken it down. So uh, for everyone listening, that's exactly right. Adrian from three to 5am most mornings is probably writing, <laughs> editing, uh, rewriting portions of that book. So uh, I think it's a fantastic achievement. Uh, I think that very few people, everyone has that idea, but very few people are able to achieve that. So to see what you've achieved um, during what we would say is a very busy period for you as a leader of a business and also, um, you know, with the team that you have is, is something pretty remarkable. Now, as we said, this episode, episode number 115, we were going to talk about, and we are going to talk about when you're out there the market is getting really competitive we're starting to see that the market's been competitive actually i would say the market's been competitive for the last 18 months i think you know regardless whether lockdowns were happening or not um, the way the market is working right now uh, in many markets it's been very buoyant uh, and very very prosperous uh, for owners of property so obviously, as that, as a byproduct, agents have been super competitive. And, you know, unfortunately, there are a minority of agents out there, Adrian, that sometimes don't say the right things. Uh, they're not professional in the way they do business and they let status, ego and greed really come into their decision making process. Now, what we're going to cover off today, and I know that you put this together as a blog post and it will be coming out in the next coming days uh, on your website uh, and also on your social channels, is the top five tips um, that you should be doing when your com competition, I guess, is out there and, you know, in inverted commas, badmouth you. So, Adrian, over to you. Like, what, what do we do? What do we do? Do we react and say the same thing? Or what's the professional ground that you've taken over the years that's been successful for you? Thanks, Troy. Well, look, when an agent badmouths you, my recommendation to you is to do the following, which is nothing. Do not get in the gutter with them. Rise above it. And here are my top five tips on how to not react but to respond because when you react to anything, that's a vertical of your ego 
And when you respond to something, that's a calm and solution-based approach. So tip number one, ask the client prior to attending the listing who you are up against. Really, really important, okay? Um, and why do I say this? One, I want you to know who your competition is. Um, and two, if someone is bad-mouthing you, I don't want you to react and I don't want you to provide the same frequency of negative energy. I want you to just rise above it and be aware of who they are. Number two, I want you to do your research on both the brand and the agents that you are up against. I think that's really, really critical. And this is often quite dismissed by many agents. They dig their head in their sand about who their competitors are. And that's challenging. Why? Not because you're going to bad mouth them, but if you feel you have a specific strength and you deliver something to the process that your competitors can't, well, you certainly don't need to make a direct comparison to that, but you can certainly double down on your advantages. So I'm very, very pleased that agents who are going down that path have that type of gravitas and integrity. Um, number three, uh, identify your strengths, which we've talked about. And an example, Troy, an example, which you and I have spoken about many times, could be that your team is either bigger or smaller. Now, both have merit. Another may be that you specialise in a certain price point, area or type of property. So I'd love to get your perspective on those three examples, Troy. Yeah, I, I think that, Adrian, that really does resonate because there are advantages and disadvantages to all. You know, if I was going against an agent that had a big team, I would probably say that, you know, they, they have a lot of volume, which is great, but sometimes the property doesn't get the attention that your property deserves. Um, if I'm a small team, if I'm a big team going up against a small team, I'd use that in reverse. The fact that we have more people within our team means that we can handle more property, which means we can cast the net even further for buyers and we can cross-pollinate between listings. So I think what we're getting at here is really finding out, writing down what your strengths are, identifying what makes unique um, about the team that you have or the solo agent that you are, the way that you do business, and then framing the narrative around really selling the benefit. Because at the end of the day, if you haven't already guessed it, ladies and gentlemen, we are salespeople. We need to be able to sell. And I think the age of, I think the age of salesmanship is coming back, Adrian, if that's even a word. Um, you know, it's no longer ready for agents just to turn up to a property, open the door and have things happen. They need to be able to be out there and really identifying their strengths and using that to their advantage and then kind of really undercutting, or well, not undercutting, but under, not underestimating that agents will be using that against them in some ways as well. So that would be my first one. Price point, absolutely. But you need to be able to back that up with information. So Adrian, I know that we've spoken about this and you do this every single time that you get a chance is your to last 10, 20 30 listings that you've actually sold, putting them on a sheet and saying, here's the price point that I specialize in. Here's a summary of the sales that I've made. Here's the, the style of a campaign that I ran, auction, private sale, private treaty, whatever that is. And then area, area and type of property. 
you know, I think the age of apartment specialists is upon us. Uh, I know there's a significant amount of agents that are now specialising in that space. They're identifying two or three buildings. I also know there's specialists in regards to um, conversions, um, homes that are terraces, homes that are waterfront, homes that are beachfront, coastal retreats, those types of properties. It's really finding your niche. And I think that when we look at the most successful agents out there, Adrian, they have really identified those key points of difference. They've understood what they are. They're not trying to be everything to everyone. And then they've really used that to their advantage by selling the benefits to their clients. And I think that's exactly what we need to do. And perfect example is your last 35 years of selling is exactly that. Beachside suburbs, beautiful family homes. But again, this is where it gets interesting, team. Adrian, I would say that's your specialty, but you've also built a structure around you that you can handle any property in that Eastern Beaches footprint. And you have the expertise because you are, you do have a team structure of four people within your business now that really caters to that. So you have the ability to be a chameleon. And the agents, once you get the understanding of your niche, once you understand what you're doing and how you're selling it, then you get the ability to be the chameleon. But you have to have the runs on the board before you achieve that. And I think everyone listening to this, if they really broke down what they were trying to achieve, that's what I'd be setting out to really push hard on. Absolutely, Troy. So what I'm hearing and what you and I are big advocates of, Troy, is to quote, unquote, sell what you've got. Now, that might seem ridiculously rudimentary. However, to give you a real-life example uh, for the listeners, Troy and I, as many, many people know, um, were involved in the McGrath business since its inception. Now, Troy and I together used to go to listing appointments some 25 years ago and say, Mr and Mrs Vendor, just letting you know, we're a very boutique, independent, nimble agency. We've got one office in Paddington and there's five of us. We all work really closely together and we've got that luxury of being independent and that way we're quite flexible with our marketing. Uh, we're very high tech but also very, very high touch and we think that's a great point of difference. So we went from that where we actually believed in it, Troy, to, say, a decade and a half later, walking into the lounge room together, Troy, which you and I would remember, saying, Mr and Mrs Vendor, we're now part of the McGrath Network, which has 100 offices um, throughout four states. We all have a combined database, a combined CRM system. The benefit for you is that we can cross-pollinate buyers, we can deal with interstate inquiry, and also you get the resources infrastructure and technology from a national brand. How do you feel about that? And you know what, Troy, you and I believe that as well because it was true. So that's one example of how you need to sell what you've got. Now, if you are at Richard Matthews Real Estate, which is a terrific brand that you and I know extremely well, well, your USP would be, you know, we're saturated into this Strathfield market. We've got, you know, double-digit market share. We're uh, a high-integrity, high-family-based uh, model and, and brand. And, you know, we're independent, nimble, etc. And then if you're part of the Ray White Network, you should be saying, well, we have over a 1,000 offices in 11 countries with 12,000 agents, uh, and we feel that that's a great point of difference for us. So they're the two extremes, if you like. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, Adrian, it kind of scares me that you say 25 years ago. Yeah, it, it probably is about that uh, when we did used to, well, I was very junior, uh, wanting to follow Mr. Bo around to see him do some amazing sales. So, um, but yes, I do remember those. And I also remember, Adrian, you know, that we stepped back from the business a little bit, um, you know, in more recent times and decided, well, you know, we know to sell the benefits really does resonate with our clients. But we also knew that the size and scale of that business at the time, you needed to be able to have everyone on the same page because what does happen out there, if you work for a brand that's kind of got multiple offices, you want to ensure that the message is exactly the same at each one of those offices about the business. Otherwise, it dilutes Mm -hmm. it. You know, and we have yeah. seen that in the past when they know a friend or family member say, you know, for example, we've got 500 officers, person that goes in and says 500 officers. No, we don't have 500 officers. We've only got 300 officers. And then instantly the credibility starts to fall away. So I know with McGrath, um, you know, we set up what we called the unique selling points of McGrath and the monthly stats. And that was 16 USPs that were pushed out to the entire company on a monthly basis um, to really make sure that everyone was playing the same game out there in the field in regards to the company. Big difference. So quick tip for everyone, if you have a chance and you work with a multi-brand or even just within your team, make sure everyone knows the key stats of your business that you can use to your advantage and sell the benefits when in the lounge room. Adrian. Yeah, and what I what I love, Troy, sorry, is yeah. that those two examples I use, say if you're in the lounge room and you're Richard Matthews or if you're in the lounge room and you're Ray White, equally, equally both of them are very compelling business cases to put across to the vendor for very different reasons. Yeah. So the vendor is the one who needs to resonate with one or the other. And let's not die, uh, uh, delude ourselves that the vendor only makes a decision on the brand either. The vendor is making decision very much on the individual. The brand is a nice platform, I agree. And as the industry evolves, I think that continues to be more the case that brands are purely platforms for agents to create their own brand within that brand and their own business within the business. So what I love about the Richard Matthews and the Ray White example is both of them are as equally compelling as a business case to put forward for a vendor to sign with conviction, confidence and and happiness in order to achieve a premium price and receive outstanding service. Yeah, Adrian, I use the Nike shoes analogy all the time when we talk about this. Nike shoes, you can pretty much buy from anywhere, any sports store, any department store, even online, where people tend to lean towards. They know the quality of the offering. They know the quality of the platform, but they definitely resonate with the local store or website that they've done or had a great experience with before. And that's exactly the same as real estate. It's exactly the same as real estate because they want to resonate with someone that they've dealt with before and had a great experience or they want to deal with convenience. You know, a lot of the online stuff now is translated and transacted as being convenient. So if it's, you know, going on to Mr. Porter or Netta Porter to buy the next pair of Nikes or it's going on to the Iconic or it's going to davidjones.com, people will have their own preference. And what it is, is our job is to show the benefits of the one that we are as opposed to trying to be everything to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And the last uh, top five tips, Troy, is a very simple one, which is... Don't be afraid to make the comparison between you and other agents and have that 10 seconds of courage in order to do that. So, again, 
this does not mean you throw other agents under the bus, the mm-hmm. opposite. This does not mean that even though another agent spoke poorly of you, this doesn't mean that even if another agent said, well, you know, that agent is quite weak or too busy or not busy enough, you don't go to that level. You rise above it. But the opposite to that is have the 10 seconds of courage to double down on your strengths without comparing yourself necessarily to the person who unfortunately is being unethical and unprofessional. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I always think as well when we talk about this, uh, Michelle Obama, right? We've heard this quote so many times, Adrian, when they go low, we go high. And I think that applies here as well. When the competition or someone goes low, we take the high ground, we go high, we go high and we say, well, that's, yeah, no, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm so pleased that they're talking about me. I'm really honoured. Um, they're also a great agent, but let's talk about yeah. your house because that's the most important thing that we're selling here today in our relationship. I yeah, really absolutely. That makes a difference. Well, look, you know, unfortunately, I am the recipient of a lot of this in the marketplace as um, as an agent. So, for example, and I don't mind sharing, but some agents, for example, who I obviously won't name, but unfortunately what they will say to the vendor is, well, you shouldn't go with Adrian, number one, because he's more involved in the coaching space. So that's very unfortunate and, and unnecessary. And the best part about that is 80 to 90% of the clients are saying, well, why wouldn't I go with Adrian if he's teaching the industry best practice? Um, and why wouldn't I go with him if I've got a choice to go to a GP or a professor or a specialist who just happens to be writing papers to be published in a medical journal or legal journal to make that medical or legal uh, uh, metaphor, if you will, right? So I'm fortunate that most people will see that. The other one, which is even lower, Troy, and again, I don't have a problem talking about it, is some agents in the market are saying to clients, Adrian had some negative press two years ago. Here's an example of it. And if you list with Adrian buyers will refuse to attend the open for inspection. And once again, 90% of the clients will say, wow, is that how desperate you are to get the list? Um, I know Adrian. I know his reputation. He's been selling real estate for 32 years. He sold 2,500 properties in the eastern suburbs. He's had nothing but an unblemished career. Everyone knows that that was the biggest corporate beat-up in history uh, and I, I refuse to deal with you and all that's done is galvanised my opinion in proceeding even further with Adrian. Yep. Uh, Adrian, you have been consistent for the best part of 30 years. You have created raving fans with every sale that you've made. You've created raving fans with every client that you've coached. You've created raving fans uh, throughout nearly every real estate company. If you think of the very best real estate companies within Australia, I don't think there's many that would not attribute your success and the way that you've dealt with their clients uh, in the highest integrity. So we thank you for being uh, able to give so much time back to the industry. We thank you for doing this and making sure that everyone understands um, that this is your currency. This is the legacy that you want to leave. If you look at how busy you are, it's very easy for you not to be involved in things like this. That does give 
back to the industry, but it really is a testament to you, to your family and to everyone that's around you to, uh, to be part of something pretty special. So Adrian, thank you on behalf of all our listeners. Hey guys, we're breaking records every week. You keep, you keep tuning in. So AB, hopefully that means we're doing something great. I don't know. Uh, we'll continue until they tell us to stop. For our listeners, before we let you go, one thing that we do really, really love and appreciate is if you jump onto iTunes and rate the podcast five stars. It helps with our ranking. It helps with our search. It makes sure that everyone knows that we're here giving weekly content out uh, to our clients and to you as the customers. Always, and again, I'll reiterate this, if you need a help in hand with anything that you need out there in the field agents, reach out to Adrian or myself via Instagram, via Facebook, via anything, any type of format. Uh, and we are here to help you. Why? Because we know that the people that are listening to this podcast are the ones that want to get better. We want to help you get better. And we want to see those results come back tenfold for you. So AB, that's episode number 115. Thank you again. And uh, listeners, we'll see you all again, same time next week. Thanks, listeners. Thanks, Troy.